Welcome to Yento and Nikki's podcast. We're just two Jersey girls that are insanely bored and are ready to talk about anything, everything, and sometimes, honestly, nothing at all. It is the middle of January. Uh Um, It's still cold and Nikki has still has all the energy. So, hey, y'all. Hey, hey. I'm trying to be my own hype man. That's what it is. I'm like, you are your own hype man, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to keep myself awake. Yeah, but yeah, greetings all. How how's everyone feeling? How's everyone doing? Yes, welcome to our new episode. We're uh, it is January. It's kind of like the I would call it the dead season in my heart. (laughs) (laughs) It's cold. It's dark. Yeah, like I don't know. It's always this time of year. Just just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, it is tough. I yeah. It's yeah, a tough season. I, I am definitely, I know you've mentioned it before, but the whole, the, the sad, the seasonal, oh, affective, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever disorder, man, mm-hmm. I, I started to feel a little depressed today because like around three o'clock, I was like, oh my God, it's three o'clock. And I know the sun's going to go down in like an hour. And then that just made me real yeah. sad because I was like, I feel like the, how, like, where did this day go? Like all the sunlight is gone. Yeah, how did we get I here? Don't, yeah yeah so no it is yeah it's a rough time so for my sad sufferers we're here we understand (laughs) i'm with you one thousand (laughs) percent but we had a long weekend so tell me what you did did. on your long weekend mine was uneventful so we can just start with yours oh okay um so um yentl inspired me um last week if you recall she had talked about comedy going to a comedy show so i had the had the uh, fortune good fortune and and pleasure of seeing a comedy show with a good friend of mine from high school so another jersey friend um keeping it keeping it you know on brand So we are very on brand in this bitch. <laughs> so saw and so this was we went to um uh this interesting venue now in, in New York. It's called City Winery. Um and they've got they've got a bunch of different locations, okay. but What's interesting is that obviously it's a winery, but they do different shows now. I mean, I guess they've always been doing them, but I just became hip to it. So a lot of um, comedians will will do a show there if they're working on new material. So we got to see um, Gerard uh, or Jared. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. But Carmichael. I know I'm not fucking up Carmichael. But I uh, got to see him. He did about, I think it was about an hour. I'm, I'm expecting that he's getting ready to release some sort of new special. Ooh, wow. He... Ooh, talked about Tell a us. lot. No, I mean, I, it's like, for those oh, who can... don't know, Mr. Carmichael, hold on, just just for everyone's yeah, awareness. Yes. Um, yes. I think it's Gerard. I think you're right. I think it's Gerard, Gerard Carmichael. Yeah, Gerard. If, okay. I'm saying, if I'm butchering this man's name, I'm sorry. But if I'm not, he had a show, I want to say 
one of the 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 the, 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 the cable network not cable non cable networks like I, mm. I want to say it was a Fox show but it could be like ABC uh, NBC I don't know but he had one yeah, a couple one of years ago it was a sitcom like a thirty minute mm-hmm. show. And the reviews are fantastic. I watched a couple episodes. I'm not a sitcom yep. person, so it wasn't going to keep me every week, but everyone raved about it. So he's a good stand-up mm-hmm. comedian. He probably has a couple of specials on HBO, et cetera, et cetera, yep. et cetera. So please go check him out. He's awesome. Yes. He's dope. Yes. Yes. Very, very... Uh, and very jealous. You got to cool. see him, by the way. <laughs> well, no. I mean, I I was surprised. I mean, he was just he was just doing this 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 set, and you know, my the friend that I went with, um, I, I don't know, I don't know if he had seen any of his um, specials before, but you know, I was trying to like, I did the same kind of summary where I was trying to break him down to my friend. I was like, no, he's he really talks about some really interesting stuff. He's a you know just a cool dude. And in seeing his show, I was like, no, this, this would be somebody that I would definitely like to check out. Um, man. So where to start basically to, to give you context. He, he is from the South. Um, his family is, he, he grew up in a fairly, the sense I get is like a fairly religious family. Um, Christian, I'm not sure exactly what denomination, but Christian family. Okay. And the the way he sort of opened up this the this hour was him talking about, you know, trying to looking back and trying to come to terms with his relationship with his father. And more specifically, his dad um had a number of affairs, like during his marriage Ooh. to his mom. Yeah. Oh girl. Okay. It, so it was just just deep, like personal, I mean, but so funny. Like, I, I think what I appreciate, what I'll say is like bigger, bigger, um, takeaways for me was just, you know, I appreciate any, um, comedian who is able to be insanely vulnerable and funny. Uh, I think that's really tough. It's hard. Um, because even in you just hearing that you're like, Ooh, and I think that is how the audience even responded initially they were like oh man this is gonna be heavy but you know there were the moments but generally speaking it was hilarious um yeah so i appreciate that and then i mean that really was i i mean maybe that was just it just his ability to ride that line of being vulnerable and insanely funny and so he kind of you know was going through and talking about you know his relationship with his dad and sort of wanting to to feel you know, topics of like wanting to be accepted, trying to, um, what's the word, uh, reconcile, you know, who his dad was in his life and then who he was to Uh these other women. Um, and, uh, that brought up a lot of discussions of, you know, the, the intersection of, uh, race, religion and sexuality. Um, so right. I don't know if this is a spoiler alert. I mean, so I'm, I'm I'm being dead serious when I say this. Like I, so when I after seeing the hour, I came home and started googling a bunch of stuff because he came out as gay. Um, I did not realize that he was gay. I, I actually did not know anything about his sexuality. I just I just knew about his stand up specials and I guess the ones that I had seen. I, I do not think that was a topic. If it was, I. <laughs> <laughs> seriously overlooked it um but talked a lot about that and talked about how um 
that that overlap, that intersection with uh, religion and sexuality. And there was definitely this tone of, you know, his dad does not accept his, you know, quote unquote lifestyle and mm-hmm. how that's even ridiculous to say out loud when his dad is certainly not the 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 greatest example of uh right a a good christian man because i think that yes morality right right so the hypocrisy that exists um man it was just it was it was just it was so good and so raw at moments, but yeah, basically like his dad had stepped out a number of times at one point had a relationship with his best friend's mom. And, you know, I think he caught them at one point cause he like went over to his friend's house and he was like, or no, his, I'm sorry. His friend came home early and saw his dad and was kind of like, what's Mr. Carmichael doing here? Like what? This is weird. And then piecing that together later, uh, Oh, wow. So how, like, my question to you is you're in the audience, Mm -hmm. you are a budding comedian. So how Mm -hmm. do you make something like that? How do you make personal tragedy funny? How do I stomach that? Because you repeat, yeah. you relaying the story to me of the stand-up. I'm like, damn, this sounds blooming doom. But terrible. I know it wasn't. It was probably <laughs> right. fucking hilarious. It was probably right. fucking hilarious. Right. But, you know, in the retelling, right. you're like, shit, this is, this is rough. How, so tell me, like, you know the, you know the ins and outs of comedy. How do you make something that sad funny? Funny. I think, um... I think it's just about well part of it I think is about finding the lunacy and even you know uh probably the the most uh direct example would be like finding the hypocrisy in life's tragedies right or the uh, even irony mm. all, all those kinds of things so you know I think what made that funny like what made him talking about his dad actually funny while it was sad as well was like, look, here's a man who has stepped out on his wife on multiple occasions and had several mm-hmm. children with different Whoa. women. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. And, and that same person is now judging him for something that is, he is born with like this is just this is not a chosen path i mean you know if we got listeners that want to debate that I'm, i i ain't got time for that but this is this is just how you're born yeah i was like i uh, this is how you're born yeah, we're, we're not we're not going there and we're not interested yeah, we're not. in that so moving nah, on now nah, moving on <laughs> um but is using religion to sort of support his reservation hesitation condemnation of this lifestyle and it's like yeah but motherfucker like what about you like how is this right how how how, what you know and and mine and this is not a choice but like you consciously made choices repeated choices um in your life but yet you want to pass judgment on me um do you know if um the comedian and his uh, parents are they still together they're oh that's a good question i i don't know i got the sense they were but he never explicitly said that i i well okay did he? okay 
I think I think they're together. I, I believe that they are together. Wow. He, he de- let me put it this way. Okay. He definitely did not talk about them divorcing. Now, what Got the it. status of their relationship is, you know, could they still t- legally be married, but like living separate lives? I, I, you know, I'm not sure. sure. But it sounded like yeah. they were still legally married. Um, Got it. Okay. Yeah. But I think I think it's that. I think it's like just pointing out the ridiculousness, you know. So and then something else he said that I thought was so funny. So he has a brother, and I think his I can't remember his brother is older or younger, but let's say let's say it's an older brother for whatever the sake of the story. So he's talking about his brother and he said that he had a conversation with his mom once and she had made a she had made a comment and she's like, Well, I love my sons equally. And and he was like, But really though? Like equally? And he's like, look, I'm not saying it's about money, <laughs> but I feel like it shouldn't be equally. And he's like, and then he, he could just kind of takes a moment. He was like, okay, okay. I'm not, I'm not saying specifics, but I'm just saying hypothetically, let's just say the difference is millions and millions of dollars. And he was like, he was like <laughs> you know, <laughs> he was like, ah, I don't think, you know, this should be I, equal sound feels a little weird to me. Like that just, that doesn't seem right. Um, and then he also commented, he was telling, he was relaying one story about his dad. And he said that his dad asked him if he was going, if, you know, he was going to talk about him in, in this hour or whatever. And he was honest and he said, yeah, I'm going to talk about, you know, our, our relationship and blah, blah, blah. And his dad right. kind of made a comment and was like, you know, I'm, I don't know. I don't really like it. Like, I feel like, you know, it hurts my feelings or he said something like that. And, and, oh, and then it was also this theme of, you know, particularly in, I I was going to say black families, but I I feel like this could go for um, different groups as well. (laughs) But this idea of like privacy, like you don't discuss family matters, home matters outside of the home. And his dad took issue with that and was kind of like, you know, I just feel like you're talking about these private matters. You know, it it bothers me. And the, the hilarious joke he made at that point was like, motherfucker, like your kids are walking billboards of what you are <laughs> saying. Matters. Right. <laughs> these private matters. He was like, I didn't make this public like these kids did. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, yeah, it, it, so good. So, so good. I mean, I, I was surprised. I'm surprised in, you know, now looking back and looking at and thinking about the different topics that he discussed. You're right. I mean, it sounds heavy, but man, all we did was laugh. Like, I don't, I don't ever remember feeling as he was talking about it. I don't ever remember there being a moment of like discomfort. Like it initially when he said his relationship with his dad, because I think we were like, oh man, this could be real heavy real quick. Um, Mm -hmm. But that was very quickly, uh, you know. That that dissipated very quickly because I, I can't remember what the joke was that he made after it, but it was like he said something and then very quickly we started laughing. Oh, this is what he said. He said, he warned us. He said, I may legit just get up and leave in the middle of this. So I just want you to know because he had like a really, he had this almost like this trench coat he was wearing. He looked great, by the way. Like his outfit was like, I was like, man, Ooh, he, was got that, good. he got that money now. Oh, he got that money. He put like, 
it looked great. Like the jacket. And then like, I don't even know what he had underneath, but I was just like, this is like an ensemble. Um, yes. Let me tell you something. When comedians start securing some those, you know, network checks and, and those, Mm -hmm. uh, Netflix specials, the gear comes up. (laughs) But like, but some of them, I feel like some of them still don't though. Like you, you know, they have the money, but they're not necessarily dressing the part. You know what I mean? Mm, but this guy mm-hmm, was like, mm-hmm. he looked good. Like he he took there was there was attention that was paid to like okay. you know how he looked. I felt like at least. Um, but he did. The joke was that he said, "Yeah, I might." He takes off his jacket and he's like, "I just want to let you guys know, I don't know how this is gonna go. This is like my first one of my first times doing this material, so I may mm-hmm. just get up and leave in the middle." of like a sentence. So don't be alarmed. And he, and he was like, also don't wait around. Like, yeah, if I, if I leave this stage, like I'm out. So don't, don't wait and be like, Oh, he's going to come back. Like, <laughs> he was like, I'm out. But, um, yeah, just, just really, really great. Really, really great. Um, he taught, see, and I really don't know if these are spoilers. Like, I don't know if people, know this but i guess in one of the um specials on hbo he i guess he had made a quick reference and and had kind of mentioned how he had relationships with both men and women so i guess there was a period of time where he was uh bi um but very you know was very firm and very open about you know nope he is gay um and then just talking about that experience and, you know, cracking a bunch of different jokes and saying, you know, if you are, if you are a 30 year old man and you come out as gay, like there's a lot of apologies you're going to have to make to people, uh, especially women, yeah, that's awkward. like girlfriends, that's awkward. But, like, oh, but, yeah. but not even like, you know, uh, women that he, you know, interacted with just like girlfriends of mm-hmm. his, like just <laughs> feeling a type. I, and that was, so that was interesting. I, you know, so, I didn't even, yeah. So did he, because like you, you telling me I had mm. no idea. Um, yeah. I did not, I think I maybe watched a few minutes of one of his, uh, of that special that he's referencing and I clearly missed mm. that part. Um, yeah. so did he kind of like talk about his journey? Is he gay yeah. or is he bi? Not that it really matters, but like. It wasn't yeah. like this was kind of a later in life revelation versus, you know, me being 15 and being out in high school. Sure. Um, I, it sounded like, if I remember correctly, I, it, I think they were out. I think we didn't talk about, we didn't get into details about the journey. So I don't know if like the, the realization like he didn't, you know, he, he, there weren't discussions about like, you know, since the time I was seven, I knew I was, you know, gay. Yeah. It wasn't like that, yeah. but, but okay. it, it, there was, um, some talk about how he, he, the way he described it was that he had come out twice. So the first time that he came out was telling his family that he was bi. Um, okay. and then the second time was saying, you know, no, I'm gay. Uh, and that's ah, okay. Right. And those two times sounded like they were later. <laughs> like, I mean, I would imagine like late twenties, early thirties. Okay. So, you know, much later, uh, than one might think. 
And then, in ter- but in terms of that journey specifically, sort of, you know, identi- identifying as bisexual versus gay, um, uh-huh. he did talk a little bit about that, which, you know, was funny. Uh, you know, his story is that he was always gay. He just said bye because he was concerned about better. how he would be viewed and right. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, and that's, and that's really unfortunate because I've talked about this with many friends and I feel mm. like when people do that and I understand why you would say bye, it's like, sure. I like both gender, you know, genders and sexuality. I am open mm. to all but sometimes because like people are actually bisexual, Bi. I like yeah, to call it the gateway yeah. to gay. Um, mm-hmm. But that's not true. Everyone, there are people right. who are legit bisexual, but they kind of right. get sh- uh, like sideswiped because there are mm. many people who feel like, okay, well, I can't admit I'm fully gay. I have to say I like right. women or men as well so that I'm right. not, you know, upsetting people in my life. And that's really right. unfortunate that, but like, I, I know tons of people who's kind of started their um, sexuality right. journey by saying I'm bisexual, but in reality, right. they really never were. Um, it just sounds right. better. So right. now when right. you actually right. do meet someone who's legitimately bisexual, it's, right. you know, it's, it's kind of like a, it does a disservice to people who actually are bisexual. Yeah, it takes away from, right, 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 right. It, it makes it seem like this is, this isn't a, a real authentic, uh, you know, feeling, belief, part of the, the spectrum, you know? Yeah. And I, and he does, he, he does talk about that a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, you know, but I, but at the same time, I, I got it in that, you know, I, I also like, you know, while I have a few friends who are bi, um, I, you know, mm-hmm. I have a number of friends who are gay, but did not start that way, at least in terms of how they would explain um, their sexuality, you know, would say bi okay. and then slowly changed over time. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. I, I understand. I, you know, I do. I think there's a lot of, um, factors that are coming into play, which I think he does do a really good job of talking about. I mean, when you have the cultural, so, you know, what it is to be black and to be gay. Um, another piece was like, right, to be, to come from a very religious family and to, you know, be gay. Um, you know, I, I, I do get it. I, I shared it with a friend of mine. Um, and so for folks that <laughs> for the 40 of you that are listening and, and for the two of you may not know. <laughs> so my, my dad's family, my dad's, uh, my grandfather, my dad's dad was a minister in Jamaica. Um, very, very religious. Nikki, super, super I didn't religious. even know that. Oh, you didn't know? Oh, okay. So no. I don't know. I, cause it's like one of those things where like, I feel like if you, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think. No, did not know I, that. I, I, oh, okay. So here you go. So yes. So um, <laughs> grandfather was a minister. I, I don't know why I envisioned like, I didn't tell you that drunkenly, like one night, just like, oh, you know, my grandfather. I yeah, mean, you but, you um, might have, but if I you were drunk, I were drunk. So I don't, drunk, don't right. recall. Yeah. 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 So super, super religious. Um uh, almost, uh, how, how do I put it? I don't would, would he be officially considered like a creationist? I don't know. I think he had a, I so think he had a hard time mean? with, 
Oh, like uh, had a hard time with evolution. Like, oh, felt gotcha. like okay, okay. God mm-hmm. created everything. Adam and Eve, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know that he would have engaged in discussions about you know apes and how they transitioned into humans. Um, Got it. Yeah. So he, so he's a minister. Um, obviously, my my dad and his siblings were raised in the church. And I remember one time having a conversation with my dad and it was just, it was interesting because I, I don't even know how it came up. And I had said, you know, well, what if I was gay? You know, like we were Uh-oh. just talking about stuff. <laughs> and no, and it was how good. old were you at the now, time, by the way? I think it was high school. I think I was in high school. I was okay. older. I, I don't think, I think it was maybe like freshman, sophomore. Um, okay. And what I, what what I will say and what I appreciated um, about my dad. And I think something that, you know, kind of created this really strong bond between the two of us was that he, although he grew up in that um, environment and in the church, I felt like he was somebody who was very open about, you know, talking about religion and, you know, we would, we could come to him with any kind of questions and he would really try to answer them. And I, I felt like tried hard to be as open as he could about uh religion and 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 his beliefs and that stood out to me because i i remember being young and going to sort of like <laughs> what do they call them cc was a ccd where you went to like christian yes classes that, that saturday school right for yeah for christians, yeah, yeah, yeah. For and Catholics, i remember like asking more specifically yes 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 and i remember yes. asking questions and people being like, getting the impression that like, well, if you're, if you're asking that kind of question, like you don't believe kind of thing. Mm. And I was like, well, I'm asking, cause I just want to understand, like, I'm confused. Like if Jesus was Jewish, wouldn't we all want to be Jewish? Like, I don't know that that's confusing <laughs> to me. What, what is this about? I'm very confused. Um, but I had, I had, you know, brought up the question about being gay and my dad very quickly, very, very quickly was like, I would disown you. And I was like, okay. And, you know, and I was taken aback and I was surprised because I saw my dad as a very open-minded person and, and that just seemed weird. And then he had just kind of caught, and then he like kind of backtracked and he was like, well, I think I would disown you if I felt like you were doing it for attention. And I was like, what does that even mean, dad? Yeah. (laughs) And that was a weird, but I, but I think, I wonder, especially in like hearing about, you know, um, Gerard, like talking about his own experience, if there is kind of this idea that, you know, I don't know if it's black families, specifically black religious families, that homosexuality is like a thing that people do to get attention or for show or, you know, it's not real. It's just, it's just somebody, it's like a trend or a fad or, you know, whatever. Um <laughs> Because yeah, it just, it just was weird. And I just remember having this very like logical discussion with my dad where I was like, but why would someone do that for show? Why would somebody choose a, a lifestyle that would, you know, and at the time I'm like, I hate to say it, but you know, guaranteed persecution and, Especially the nineties, like yeah, that was right. Yeah, especially then. Yeah, right, right, exactly. So I just, I just thought it was a weird 
to me, it was a disconnect. I was like, but why would someone do that? Who would do that? Like, I understand, like, you dye your hair for show and you're like, man, I want to stand out. Get a piercing, a tattoo. Yes. Yeah. Right. 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 So, yeah, I, it, it was, it was an interesting conversation, but was one that I reflected on after seeing this show and, and hearing some of the things that he has shared and, um, you know, made me think about different, those different intersections of religion, culture, race, uh, yeah, all that, all that. So say that all to say, definitely check him out. If ladies and gentlemen, if he is in your neighborhood, I, I think it was a fantastic, um, fantastic hour. I, I thought he, he did a superb job of just laying that out and making you laugh and yeah, maybe not even realizing that you were laughing at <laughs> heavy stuff until later when you're like, Oh yeah, I'm trying to tell my, my friend Yentl about this. Oh shit. That was kind of heavy. I can't speak for, you know, every other culture cause I'm black and I come from a black ass family. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I would say, and my family, it's super conservative on till this day. Yeah. And I and and sure. even though I think my p- family in general, not just my parents, but you know, aunts and uncles, etc., um, we mm. they have evolved in their understanding right, right. of you know sexuality. You know, something in 2020, 20, sorry, in 2022 is not as um, shocking as it was in like the 90s with regarding you know sure. sexuality. We've just you know, in general, our culture has evolved. Thank God. Um, Mm -hmm. But I mean, there's still, unfortunately, especially in my family, and I think we're trying to move past that at this point, but there's still like Mm -hmm. a weird stigma. If, you know, if a family member, you know, comes out, um, you know, I remember, sorry, dad. uh, I remember back in the day, (laughs) like my dad being visibly uncomfortable being around someone who was homosexual, Mm Um, and like, you know, as a young kid and you noticing your dad's like behavior change, it's like, well, why is he, you know, why is that happening? That's weird. It's still a person, you know, that, you know, you are into your interaction with that person, let's say at Mm -hmm. a supermarket doesn't change because, you know, uh, of their sexuality, you still have to buy something from them or you still need to ask them a question. Um, so, but I could tell that that has changed significantly. Um, But, you know, that is also a sign at the times, like, you know, what what are we going to do here? (laughs) Right. Right. Well, and And something else that's kind of thinking about this. Sorry. Go ahead. But I would just think one thing, Um, just thinking about this, the nineties was also a precarious time. You know, there Mm. was HIV and AIDS where we had, we had little or very little understanding of like what that meant. And there were a lot of stigmas attached with HIV and AIDS. Right. Um, there was still right. a lot of miseducation around HIV and AIDS, how oh, you contract it and stuff like that. So right. I, I forget about those things in the 90s where people thought that, you know, touching someone who um, had HIV and AIDS, you can get it. You know, like right. there was yeah. a lot of like miseducation around it. So I think there was like right. this weird, you know, stigma attached to people who you thought were gay. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I think that did affect a lot of interactions. And now that we're a little smarter, 
and right. slightly more uh, uh, informed about how do these mm. things happen and how do you contract it. There's less of that, like, oh my God, there's a gay person. Let's run the other way. Right, right. And I, so what I was going to say is that I think there was also this thing about, um, and this probably still exists to a certain extent. And I don't know if this is more mm-hmm. cultural slash religious, I, you know, I don't know, but this idea that homosexuality is like, uh, it's a reflection of, um, is that whole like nature versus nurture? Like it's, it's, it's nurture. Like it's the environment that you grew up in. Like somehow you could be if if things weren't right in the home, you could turn out gay because, mm. you know, your your father wasn't there uh, enough for you <laughs> or, you know, you didn't have a strong enough fe- like for women, you didn't have a strong enough female role in your life. And, you know, that's why you're a lesbian, which is <laughs> so ridiculous. But is, I think it's absurd. Yeah. But- right. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if that was kind of something that was stemmed from the church, this idea that like, right, this isn't, this is this unnatural thing. If this happens to your child, it's because you haven't Mm -hmm. raised them right. And that was Mm -hmm. another joke that he had made in the, uh, in this hour, because at one point he kind of pauses and I guess he notices a woman in the, in the audience. And he was like, he was like, I really like your outfit. He was like, you, you came, you came dressed like to the nines today. And she was like, Oh, thank you so much. And so then he makes a quick joke and he was like, Oh, you know, like I'm, I was raised straight. He was like, don't get it twisted. Like my family would like you all to know that I was raised straight. So I can see a woman and, and recognize, you know, her beauty and, and the amount of, you know, effort that she's put into getting ready. And then this was probably like what got the biggest laugh, which was hilarious the woman cracked a joke and was like, yeah, but it's not enough to, to turn you or something like that. Or it's mm-hmm. not enough to make you want to date women. And he just laughed and he was like, yeah, no, you're right. And he was like, but how about, how about this? I'll give you my dad's number. <laughs> and like, the whole <laughs> audience just started laughing. <laughs> he was like, I'm, I'm going to set you over my dad though. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's interesting. There are a lot of stuff that we uh, we forget, like the 90s, right, where it was just this really weird time where there were all these stigmas, there were still fears, there was a lot of, like you said, a lot of um, miseducation out there. And uh, yeah, I would, I would be, we would be lying if we didn't acknowledge that that was also a part of sort of people's perception and, and understanding of things. Um, but yeah, I would I would definitely oh, yeah. encourage folks to to check him out. And I remember that too, even with a show, the sitcom, because mm-hmm. not that he I, I don't remember him talking about, you know, sexuality, but I do remember him tackling other issues like gun rights and stuff where he just he did it in a very it, it, it was it was really amazing how he was able to talk about these topics. And he's very real, these very, um, like polarizing, I guess is the word I'm looking for, like potentially polarizing topics and was able to talk about them in a genuine way, but also had like, had you laughing at the end, like just had you and laughing at how some of the, just the ridiculousness of some of the viewpoints that, that exist. So 
Yeah, let me stop. I can keep rambling about it, but he's good. It was it was fantastic. Um, I definitely am going to try to see, you know, more of him. Uh, I don't know when. I, I suspect this is it's got to be for a special that he's doing. It's got to be. Was, was it because, being recorded or was he just working out stuff? No, no, he was just working out stuff. Yeah. OK. OK. Yeah. But well, I, I, I imagine yeah, that this sure is eventually going to turn very, into something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. No, that's dope. That's so dope. No. You know, it's this is very funny because next weekend I'm going to see um, Aziz and Sorry. So I will have a little Ooh. something to talk Ooh. about in our next pod. I know. This is like comedian row. <laughs> yeah. And that's going to be interesting. I mean, I know he's done... Yeah, he did. He did do a special after. I think I saw it. He had, um, remember years ago, he had like, come under fire. So part, I know. Of, like, I know. We'll have time. a lot yeah, of stuff to yeah. talk about. We'll leave him for next yes. week when I report okay. back my findings. But yes. Um, yes. yes, he has been in some recent controversy. So I am very mm. curious to see how this show will pan out. And we'll stay tuned. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, that was my weekend. <laughs> uh, I just spent the weekend basically not- reflecting. Yeah. Yes. No, mine was not as exciting. No comedy shows. Um, I did go. This is for my local, my local Baltimore peeps. I went to my local councilman's. Um, he had a birthday party. And um, the who's who of the city was there, including one. Mm. And this is very like Baltimore specific. But for people who who are not Baltimorean, um, mm. we uh, last week we had a our prosecutor Marilyn Mosby, which you may have known her from the Freddie Gray trial uh, a few years ago. Yes. Um, yeah, the, yeah. Yes. So she last week was indicted on. So, uh, like a charge of like uh, perjury and lying on attestation of lying on some sort of financial documents saying that she had some COVID uh, COVID losses financially and needed to borrow mm. money from a 401k um, to and she used that money to buy like a second house. Whatever the okay. case may be, um, the feds have been since this whole like Freddie Gray thing, they have been like on her ass for years. And mm. they like finally got her on something. Um, so, you know, I, I feel bad that she's kind of she has been a little bit, bit targeted, but also you let her to, you like led yourself to this stupid mm. mistake over forty thousand um, dollars. Anyway, yeah. she showed up at the party and I don't know, like I, 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 I don't really have much empathy for her, but I also mm. like, you know, it, it was just a weird a weird party um, because I expected more of a birthday party, not like a political, you know, everyone there, yeah. a lot of people there were in politics, uh, local politics. And like, <sighs> there is a, there was a guy, <laughs> there was a guy there who was running for I'm rolling my governor. eyes for people who can't see I know, me. Yeah. I know. I'm like, I just wanted to like <laughs> drink in two step with my mask on, you know? And like, right. this became like, 
she, you know, Marilyn Mosby spoke and, you know, talked about her current issues and, oh, they're coming for me, but I'm built for this because she's also up for re-election. And then there was Mm. another guy there who's running for governor, which are governor elections in November. So there was just like a lot of like political nonsense. And like, I just wanted to like, you know, shake my ass for like an hour. Um, Right. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I I respect these people a lot. Obviously, it takes a lot to even be in local politics. So like, I get it. It shit is hard. But also like, don't do dumb stuff like lie on a, you know, a certification saying that you had lost wages, which in fact, you make $250,000 a year and your husband is also on the councilman and he makes over a hundred something thousand dollars a year. So it's kind of hard to yeah. say that you lost money considering you guys make right. well over it and none of your jobs were impacted, but I digress. Um, so mm-hmm. as far as that, I just, I don't know. It was a weird party and I was just kind of like, um, I don't really want to care about this, but you know, I get it. These people are also public figures and their lives aren't just, I don't know. I'm coming from corporate world and like, I'm not bringing my like, you know, cronies to my birthday party. You know, it's not, that's just not how corporate world is structured. And that's just really not how it works. You may have one friend from that job two years ago that you keep in contact with once in a while, but you know, they're not going to be making speeches at your party. So that's the difference. Um, (laughs) So when they all started, yeah, they all started making speeches and I was just kind of like, okay, what is this? Yeah. I just know. I mean, I get, I know, like, I know why. Different like, world. Everything you yeah, just said. different world. Yeah, but I just, <laughs> no, no. I would have been angry. I would have been like, man, I came here to dance. I did not want to hear this. And then I bet they were, well, I shouldn't say I bet, but I wouldn't be surprised if like in the speeches, they also kind of like dropped little things that they hope to be working on in the future or like, yes, you know, yes. oh, well, and we, you need to vote for this guy and, to be good. Oh, oh no. yeah. The whole thing, no. the whole thing. Ugh. You need to vote for this person. You need to vote for this person. Oh yeah. It was like a plug, plug, plug event. Mm, yeah. No, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to. I don't know. I don't know that that stuff just irritates me. But I get it. I get that. That's if you're you're part of that political world. I mean, I guess you're just going to take every opportunity to sort of put your 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 message out there. And yeah, yeah. So I (laughs) this also reminded (laughs) me. I think I forgot how wild Baltimore is in terms of the amount of ridiculous cases that they've dealt with. Because I saw this documentary. um, Oh, my God. What was it called? I feel like it's on HBO. It might have been called The Hustle or something. And it's about Baltimore. And there was some cop that was killed. I'm not doing it justice. So like, just (laughs) bear with me folks. If you're listening to this, sorry, this is the worst synopsis. Am I saying that correctly? I can't talk uh, ever, (laughs) but it was about a, thank you. It was a cop who got um, shot in the line of duty, uh, a black cop. And there were all, apparently it was like this big um, uh, controversy because at the, the, the day he got shot the day before he was supposed to testify in some sort of federal um, case that was being brought against other Baltimore cops 
who were dirty. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so he he gets killed. They're they're trying to find who did it. And I think the way I think the official determination was that this guy actually killed himself. Like he committed suicide. Oh, I remember this story. Do you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. And I do. I mean, it was just wild. So they were showing like how many different people, like, so the people that they had interviewed are like no longer like government figures anymore, which I was kind of surprised because I don't think this case is that old, like five years. It's only a few years old. Yes. This happened when I, as I was living here. So it's fairly recent. It's not that old. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So just a lot of, it seemed like there were a lot of people who, you know, were, were involved in the investigation. It also seemed like 90% of those people are no longer um, holding those positions. And just Mm -hmm. the story just seemed wild to me. It was just all these, other things were going on and corruption and, and all this stuff. Where I was like, man, this is like, this is a lot. I want to go. Like, I just, yeah, you know. I will say Baltimore as a city as a whole, they, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of the city officials, since I've been here and prior to me even mm-hmm. living here, they involve themselves in some ridiculous scandals, um, you know, from the, the previous yeah. uh, mayor we had who was selling like her children's books, to healthcare organizations for city contracts. Like it just goes on and on and on with this city. I think wow. the one of the one of the last mayors, I forgot, I forgot a few years ago, I forgot her name. Sorry, Baltimore mm-hmm. friends. But uh, she was selling mm-hmm. some sort of gift card thing. Like there's always something going on in yeah. this small, a smaller city compared to large cities. So yeah, Baltimore keeps right. it very interesting on the politics front and e- within local mm-hmm. politics. Um, so right. yeah, um, we have the state of Maryland has a, a governor election coming up. Uh, our governor currently, Gary uh, Larry Hogan, is no longer running. I think he has other political aspirations, aka maybe mm. presidency. So you may see his name in the mm. primary in a couple years. But um, yeah. So it's that said, it you know it's wide open. We have you know yeah. there's there's no incumbent, and it is a fight against the left and the right. So I'm just. This is actually a pretty big year for Maryland politics in general. I had no idea. I mean, after, yeah, yeah. Seeing that documentary, I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is, I mean, I guess one of the takeaways for me was just, (laughs) I forgot who, was it like the police commissioner? Like there was some position where like three different people I felt like had it during the course of this like, investigation it's probably the police commissioner okay okay so anytime they like would cut to like oh a new commissioner being sworn in i was like don't do it don't you do it like this is the worst i don't know why you step into this position (laughs) i was like like, nope you don't want this job no you don't don't you do it because your back is already you know against the wall first day Yeah. yeah Yeah. But anyway, I just, I, I meant to actually text you while I was watching it. Like, this is some craziness. Like what? Like the stuff that was yeah, getting that's a revealed recent, and 
Yeah, that's a recent case. And um, remind me of the ending. But I, I think they were trying to say that it, it wasn't anything. Poli- uh, the cops had no nothing to do with it. And they ruled it out to be yeah, murder, like by some they, random person. Correct. Well, I, I think if I remember correctly, I think the official determination was that they said it was suicide and that they said they but they don't think. It was like some, they got some independent agency to come in. I don't think it was DOJ. It was some independent agency that came in and sort of reviewed the evidence and blah, blah, blah. And so I think they Mm -hmm. said suicide. And I think it sound, if I remember correctly, they tried to suggest that he could have been involved in some of the, not directly, but some of the like dirty cop task force stuff. Because I guess like what folks were doing Mm. was like there were some cops that were like, stealing i don't know if they were stealing drugs or they were like they were planting evidence and like busting people for it was like the gun task force or something and yeah they suggested that he was like he could have been indirectly involved where it was something where there were like two guys who were heading it because he was new he kind of was like not that he was an active participant but it's like if your supervisor is doing this you're not going to say anything because it's your supervisor um, mm-hmm. but does that make him indirectly complicit? Blah, blah, blah. So there, there is, I think there was some sort of, um, language or some sort of statement that was put in there that suggested that he could have been indirectly involved. They were clear to say, you know, he wasn't the one who was running things, but could have been indirectly implicated. And I know the family obviously takes issue with that. And I think the family still believe and, and other people, there was a bunch of other people they had interviewed who were like that suicide just still doesn't make sense. Like it doesn't Mm. with everything that was going on, the fact that he like the day before, I mean, I guess it could be, but you know, how do you, how do you orchestrate a suit with like the amount of time that had passed and just weird facts that didn't seem to fall into place. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know, but it was just wild. Like, the, like I said, the biggest thing was just seeing how many people had been involved and then were no longer involved. And the case is still fairly new. Like it's not, it's yeah. not, I, I thought it was like a six year old case. And to me, I would still no. be like, <laughs> Still would be no. kind of like, okay, yeah. No, it sounds like three years and yeah, four different people had the police commissioner position or something within that time. And that just seemed wild to me. But that position has a lot of turnover man. in this city, believe it or not. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For many reasons, it was but wild. I digress. I'm sure. Yes. I'm sure. Woo. Well, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me stop with that. Um. <laughs> Trivia? No, I don't know. Love is it Baltimore. is it trivia time? Yes, um, I know. You know but let's let's fucking let's yeah. I mean, look, we can talk about the crazies of Baltimore and hell. Like, I see mm. another mayor in the news. Uh, you know, but I I no longer live in this city, which is New York City, and uh, I oh, see like yes. just really yes, the craziness of this new uh, mayor, Mister Adams, and he is starting mm. off with a bang. This is eighteen days in, and he is. He's interesting, but you know what? I, I got my own city's issues I'm gonna deal with. And I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna watch on Twitter and see what happens. Just see what happens. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Just at this point, just just be a spectator. Just check it out. Keep yeah. you know, keep a yeah. buzz, but uh yeah, no need to get 
you know, get too involved because it's just, it's just crazy, crazy out here. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay. Well, um, on that note. All right, Nikki, get, I... get to the trivia, baby. Yes, get to the Let trivia. Me... Okay, okay. Dirty the trivia. Okay, that was my poor singing. Um, Ooh, oh. Okay. We're going to work on this. We got to get a jingle. <laughs> we got to get a jingle. Your reaction was like, oh, no, that was, that was painful. <laughs> I was like, you need to sing it, but okay. I'm going to get that hashtag going eventually. Mm. Okay, Yentl's jingle. I don't know. Um, all right, so this, this is a little bit of a doozy. Um, okay. Uh, this is a very uh, uh, Leslie Nope. I don't know if you watch, uh, were you a fan of Parks and Rec? No? Uh, I've okay. seen a couple episodes. All right, that was Sorry. A, all right, that was a... Okay. Well, maybe not the greatest reference, but this is this is going to be more of a um uh one that will talk about the the beautiful natural resources and and beauty of New Jersey. Um evidently, you can so I have to set it up because I feel like uh if if you don't know this part, this may make the the question really ridiculous. So apparently there are these things you can be a hold on a second. Let me get let me get the term right. So Tree City, USA, there are tree cities and my limited understanding, because this is me trying to get a trivia question. um, There are cities that can uh, designate themselves as these tree cities. And I guess the idea is that they are taking steps to ensure that the natural resources, trees um, remain and they, you know, dedicate resources to said, um, objective mission, blah, blah, blah. And so the four criteria in order to be this like tree city is that the, the community has to have a tree board. They have to have an established ordinance for tree care. There's got to be a forestry program, uh, with a certain budget. I think it's like $2 per capita per cap. Yeah. Capita. And then, um, there must also be an Arbor day observance and proclamation. Now, I know listeners, maybe Yensel as well, you're like, what the fuck does this have to do with anything? I know. But apparently, yes. Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so this. glad you said that. <laughs> yes, no, I know. I, I found this on the interwebs, and that's why I had to do a little bit of research because apparently, Jersey is home to two cities slash towns that have been a uh, tree city for, hold on now, let me get these numbers right, uh, 45 years. So every so year. Have, there's two cities in New Jersey that is a part of this tree yes. city alliance, I'll call it. Yes. In alliance, New yes. Jersey for over 40 in years. New Jersey. Okay. For, yeah, okay. over 40 years. As of 2020, okay. these two these two towns were tied in terms of number of consecutive years that they've been part of this uh, coalition, whatever. And it's been mm-hmm. f- uh, 2020, it was 45. I'm assuming they're probably still going strong. So maybe it's 47 now, but two okay. towns. So are you able, Miss Yentl, just, you, just give me one. If, you, if you're able to give me one, what do you think would be, I know, so stupid and random, but I didn't even know this existed. And then when I saw the towns, I was like, huh? But I don't know. 
This is so hard. So this fuck you very much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh God, this is hard. Let me just get one at least, and I feel better about myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, two towns that are part of this tree coalition. Well, for the there, they are the longest running. There's a number of Jersey towns that have been part of this coalition, but okay. these two towns are like I think the long, the longest like the longest, running? maybe even. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is okay. I I listen y'all, I'm pulling this out of all the asses. So, the first that is, one I'm yes. going to select is my hometown, which is Newark. No. But hold on, let me see oh, something. Okay. okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. I actually don't think Newark is on here. And that surprised me no, because not, I was looking. Uh, maybe oh, not. Well, I don't know if it surprises me much, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it surprises me much. Um, actually, it doesn't at all. So I'm going to go with. Okay. Um, okay. So they're not on the list. And these others have been on. These top two have been on for almost 50 years. So. I know this is so random, but hey, <laughs> this is so Whatever. random and like kind of hard. Um, I'm just some fucking go with hey, something maybe random maybe like Camden. Camden. I'm gonna go for the other oh. place in Jersey. Let me see. Okay, probably not. It is not the longest running, but but Camden is on the list. Camden has been oh, uh, okay. Yes, they they are on there. Yes, yes. Okay, so, and I'm gonna give w- one would you more. Like Oh, go go ahead. Go I'm gonna ahead. do one yes. more and and call it go and call it. it a day, and you tell me. Um, sure. Um, I am going to go with Patterson. I'm going go all the all the questionable Ooh. cities in the state. So go ahead, Patterson, New Jersey. <laughs> all the questionable. <laughs> let me see. It is not the highest. Uh, not but part it's of, on not the list. one of the two. But let me see. Let me see. I'm looking. I'm looking. I don't think it is. Okay. All right. Well, I'm out. No, so it's not on there. You give me the tea. Okay. Who is it? Right. So it is uh, Paramus, which I was like, huh? Say what now? Because, okay. So let me also say like when I was, when I came across this, I was thinking like, oh, okay. Let me think of like um, towns that have like uh fucking, what do you call it? The the forest with the pine barrens like that's what i was trying yes. to think i was like oh that's trees, trees. Yeah. Like, right yeah. right but paramus i do not believe no and parsippany which i don't i don't get that either so i am it has me questioning what what, what is this what is this yeah, I wouldn't have called either of those. I just did right. big cities, bigger bigger population cities in Jersey, only because I'd be very surprised that they were at had they were in this coalition. Mm. But now you just said yeah. like cities in the north where you can barely find a tree, and I'm just confused. So I, um, I was very confused. So I I do not know. I don't know. Uh, you know, my research got cut short because I was doing it right before us recording. And I started going down the rabbit hole and I was like, this is really weird. I feel like this deserves some more attention because I don't understand how one becomes part of this group and and or why. But yeah, I was I was surprised. I I did not understand. And I just happened to come across Parsippany because it it was like 
I don't know. I found like a website and they were like raving about it. They're like, we've been part of this. And I was like, what does it mean though? Like, where are your trees? Are you planting trees? Is that the idea? Like they're just planting trees all over and in 40 years we'll see them. I don't know. Very confused. So, um, yep. That is, uh, um, that is random ass Jersey trivia. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. All right. Maybe you don't want me to do this ever again. That would be understandable. <laughs> I, you know, I, I love when you do trivia. I just hope that you never do trivia about trees ever again. <laughs> Thank you. But I just, I, I just really thought I was thinking about all the places we went hiking growing up, and like, yeah, like the Jersey Devil and forest preservation and blah 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 and i'm like i don't know i don't understand these towns like how are these towns that are up there i'm like do they got trees like i'm confused so that's all i just found it i found it interesting so when that question comes up on jeopardy Mm -hmm. because it will our listeners will be like right they'll be like oh man we thought nikki was tripping but look at that she has us now winning in Final Jeopardy. So you're welcome in listen, advance. Listen, um, Nikki wins you a few hundred thousand. Just give us a little something, something on the side. Which look. <laughs> well, first plant a tree <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> yes. And then just give yes. us a cut. Give us a cut of that because yeah, we could use just, that. Just, you know, could, just sorry, give us much. a little thank you. You know, hey, yeah. I won Jeopardy. Here's a couple thousand dollars. Here's a little. You're welcome. Yeah, a little something, something. Because yeah. right, I'm I'm doing the research so you don't have to is where I'm coming Listen, from, and it would just be nice. We're always to, here for to you, be. listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will be taking a break from uh, trivia for the foreseeable future. Um, Luckily, it's it my gentle. turn next week. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go down some weird paths because I just feel like I'm running out of like cool trivia. So now it's just like oh, random ass stuff. Weird. Oh, yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to it's gonna get weird. No, so get ready for I it, definitely, people. Yeah, I definitely anticipate trivia getting weird mm-hmm. as we go down, you know, the things we uh-huh. haven't talked about yet. I just wasn't ready yep. for the Arbor Day thing. Just wasn't quite there. But that's okay. That's okay. We got to learn something sometimes. So I'm, I'm with I it. I did not... I did not know this was even a thing. I like, there's a whole website. There is, there are, yeah, I don't know. No idea. But hey, like I said, out here doing the research so you don't have to. So uh, you're welcome. Um, Nikki cares. Yes. If nobody else cares. So there you go. (laughs) I don't think anybody wants to hear anything else from me. So um, um, I'm good. If you got anything you want to, you know, uh, you want to wrap up? Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'll wrap it up. Um, <laughs> let's wrap this up. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. And look, look, I employ all of you. Uh, comedy is great, especially this time of year. Yes. I have the sad. Yes. I need to feel good yes. and listen to people who literally, you know, pour their hearts up for a living and uh, mm. make it funny. So please uh, tell me your favorite comedians, people I should listen, watch on Netflix. I know mm-hmm. Netflix has a whole comedy section. So please show that us, show that to us. Um, if 
you mm. get out, go to some comedy. I know a lot of you guys are in major cities. So definitely if you can do some stand up and, you know, dodge Omarion variant, go for it. Um, <laughs> or just television is cool too. Whatever, whatever makes you happy. Right. But yeah. And, um, mm. you know, tell us what's going on in your political arenas and where you live, because I oh, tell you, God. mine is oh, a shit show and it always is. Um, but you know, I think major, <laughs> almost most cities, shit, even the, lo- the small towns have, you know, the local political drama. So we are always right. interested in getting the tea on that. And um, yeah, yep. don't think about trees, please. Just don't. Because you come up with silly <laughs> trivia questions. Just saying. Captain Planet? Come on. Who didn't love Captain Planet? Did y'all not watch Captain Planet? We just liked Stop it. The, the theme show of the, the song. Okay, we like the, the fucking the song. song. Okay, who? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wanted the ring too. I, I did look, want a ring. I wanted yes, the ring. Yes, the ring. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I did. I did. I wanted, yeah. I We're the to planet be like tears. A... We can be one too. Yes. Saving our planet is a thing to do. Looting and polluting is not the way. Here's what Captain Planet has to say. And he would say, the power is yours. You don't remember that part? Come on, Nikki. Well, I just I just got the Captain Planet. He's our hero. Gonna turn pollution down to that that part. That's all. You're right. Yes. Yeah. They had a little remix at the end when they talked about them being the planeteers. Um, Uh, But okay, I've embarrassed myself. So I'm going to end now. Have a great Uh (laughs) guy. Enjoy. Yep. Enjoy your week, guys. Enjoy. Yep. <laughs> yep. We were cool once. We swear. Yes. Okay. Keep it jersey. Uh, yeah. Right. Yep. Uh huh. Have Bye. a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>